BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. You never record. <laughs> I, time, always, I always record. That's fine. All right. That, yeah, no, it, I think, yeah. Anyway, well, no, that's Marcus. Uh, hi. He- oh, hello. <laughs> Non-voting Marcus Parks, everybody. Yeah. Non-vote, non-politically active Marcus Parks. How I long have we been doing this podcast? I for? didn't vote. I'm sorry. I didn't have time that day. You're the problem, Marcus. I didn't have time. You're the problem, Marcus. Ah. Ah, no, you're not. No, uh, I'm Ben Kissel. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I told this story or not. I think I just told it on the last podcast uh, on the Left Live show. But it was about the, uh, you know, I grew up real Christian. Yeah. And so it was like a speaking tongues evangelical group of lunatics that my uh, now Jewish parents forced me to do. <laughs> Uh, forced me to go to one of those churches, and uh, it was that story where the pastor, you know, when they knock people out, yeah. and you're supposed to get like overtaken by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I've seen it. It creeps me out. For like, those, I've seen it live. It's awful. I lived it. Yeah, it was. I had to do it. And for the just a little little insight into what happens, uh, the pastor. He, he pushes you over. That's all that happens. People are just like, I can't believe they fell down. That's that's the Lord. No, it's the it's the fat, rich pastor flexing his goddamn muscle and pushing over a chubby twelve year old Ben Kissel. How tall were you then? Oh, I mean, six one probably. <laughs> I think I cracked six feet before I even had pubic hair. It was extremely confusing. Um, so this is what happened. So I fall down. There's a bug in the room. We're gonna get it before the end of the show. Marcus just got it. Great nab. I didn't get it. You didn't get it? No. Mm. I thought it was a real Mr. Miyagi <laughs> moment. A real Karate Kid type situation. No, it's still running around. Well, this is going to be exciting for the whole show. <laughs> so the guy, anyway, he just pushed me down. And then I was like, oh, that's not real because I don't feel anything. And then I opened my eyes and I had a great upshot of a, uh, of a nice young lady's uh, pussy right there through her... Uh, you know, with her skirt. Wow, Satan works in mysterious ways, doesn't Well, that's he? what I was saying, and that's sort of something I was like, where so, so I did kind of see God. You know, I yeah. did see the thing that was going to save my life forever and ever, which is just a beautiful woman. Where the fuck is that fly? <laughs> where is it? It's such a tiny one. It's a gnat. It's a, oh, is that a gnat? That's a gnat. Oh, my God. With a G. Just leave it alone. I've been I've been very upset all week with this with this De Blasio election, but that's okay. Yeah, he's uh, been very upset because it, for those of you who don't know, Bill De Blasio, the he's Democratic a psychopath, can, the Democratic candidate for mayor, who you liked at one point because he was tall. <laughs> you know, I liked him on a physical basis. I like his family. Mm-hmm. I like uh, you know I like his height, his stature. I think he's a good public speaker. Yes, but that's not 
what is important when it comes to political office. Policy matters. No. That's what I always say. Policy matters. I've said it again, and I'll say it one more time. Policy matters. I think the thing that's going to hurt New York City the most, not just Bill de Blasio, I think the fact that our government is going to be now overwhelmingly democratic, uh, oh, that's yeah. going to hurt us more than anything, because you can't have just one power running everything. No, you they run amok. They, they fuck up. It's not good. And it was a divisive campaign. And it was bad, and everyone just voted for him because he's, you know, beautiful Dante, the mm-hmm. 16-year-old Dante. They said, go with the fro, and he's a funny guy. You got a nice fro. Yeah, he does. Beautiful. It's beautiful really, fro. It's great. It's getting a little out of hand, but that's fine. It's a little bit big, but, you know, that's okay. He's 16. <laughs> he's going through a phase. I had, I had hair down to the uh, middle of my back when I was 16. Really? I had an eyebrow piercing. My tongue was pierced. I was a real rabble rouser. That you were. I you know? That's weird to think about. Yeah. Because I'm just so controlled and contained now. You know, I was out there smoking sweet nug all over town, driving only drunk. Yeah. Wouldn't get in my car unless I was drunk. I had one of those breathalyzer things, but I would only drive if it was point one zero. Con- convicted drunk driver, Ben Once. Kissel. Once, at 19. <laughs> and that was the irony. I wasn't even drunk when I got pulled over for that. I was I was the sober driver. I was I was I think I blew a point zero nine or something like that. Damn. And I was like, let me go. And I was so fat. I was so fat at the time. I was 380 pounds. W- weren't you eating pizza? I was slamming some dominoes down, thinking that would uh, you know lower my uh, blood alcohol content. And then the officer was like, step out of the car. And I was like, I can really, it's not easy for me to do that. And I, I literally uttered the line, I can hardly get out of this car sober. Oof, um, which, that was, that's not good. That's what got you arrested. Yeah. And then I had to go and I had to walk the walk a straight line, which I couldn't do that sober either. Mm-mm. And then I had to go give blood at a hospital. And then a child was in there. And then the child said, Mommy, what do you do wrong? And then I just started crying and crying <laughs> and crying. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. And then made me give blood. And then I went to, uh, and then I went to jail. And then my friends waited six hours to pick me up because they themselves had ordered pizza <laughs> and it took them a very very long time to uh, to get it delivered devastating six, stuff six hours six hours I was like, what are you doing they're like well the pizza man's late I mean, we're still partying what's going on in milwaukee it was in eau claire wisconsin oh, uh, uw uh, eau claire there my god some of the best friends i ever had though <laughs> they did get me out of the situation real sweethearts those guys and I loved him. Um, my brother was in town, Marcus. I don't even know. Let's just talk about this because I got to get it off my chest. Okay. And I know for a fact he doesn't listen to any of the podcasts because uh, he was like, oh, yeah, so how long have you been doing that last podcast on the left show? I was like, oh, we just had our 100th episode. And he's like, oh, my goodness. And I was like, yeah, me, Henry, and Marcus, you know, we're doing real well with it. He's like, Henry's on it? <laughs> when did Henry get on it? And I was like, I don't know, episode two? Episode two. Yeah. 98% of the goddamn <laughs> podcast he's been on it? 98% of the time, he's like, oh, I've been listening. To, I listened to like 40 of them. I was like, no, you didn't. No, yeah, uh-uh. You know, like, I didn't. He's like, anyway, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But he came and he was staying with Don and um, and uh, Chris, you know, my brother Chris, and of course his future husband Don, mm-hmm. who both ran the marathon, by the way. Wonderful. That's right. And Don, 50 years old, beat my brother by 10 minutes. Wow. That's right. My brother's 36, I believe, 34. And, uh, and then the next day, my brother was on ice. Don was gardening. Don was running around. He was doing wind sprints for some goddamn reason. I don't know how Don does it. You know, he's got those limber, you know, nice Lutheran, Minnesota Lutheran bones. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have these dense German bones. I mean, we, 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 we sink like witches in Salem. You know, we're not, we're not good. Um, but so my older brother was staying with Chris and Don at their house, and he was using their Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, I got to throw this out. Obviously, you run a podcast called Sex and Other Human Activities. This one is about other human activities. <laughs> the Netflix queue for my older brother. He's a 36-year-old man. He has a successful job. He wears a dress, doesn't shave his legs. Odd-looking fellow, right? Right. All he watches is Disney. 
but like not animated Disney, like current television Disney shows. I don't even know what the name of this show is, but it's the current version of Hannah Montana. What? So it's just, it's, I think it's like Kelly Kelly in New York was the thing, and Kelly discovers love in New York, and she loves thin crust pizza. Uh-huh. Like, that was like the, that was the thing. And so my brother was like, Ben, you have to check out what Eric has been watching on fucking Netflix. And I was like, how bad could it be, you yeah. know? And uh, I was like, looked at Chris, and I was like, He's not a pedophile. Like he's not no, a pedophile, no, he's right? Not, he's not a pedophile. And then we agree he's not because he's not. No, he's you know? not. He's not. A he's pedophile. a wonderful I've, man. I've I don't want to. He's not a pedophile. No, he's not. But uh, that's the scariest thing I have ever seen <laughs> on a Netflix queue is a thirty-six-year-old, six a foot eleven man. Yeah, watching nothing but Disney shows on Netflix when you could just you could watch. Um, you could watch, uh, what, what do you got? You, there's a bunch of good th- shows. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I watch Friday Night Lights a lot. You could do Friday Night That's a nice, mature show. It's a great show. You can just follow and the Taylors. The thing is, but, you know, he lives this life that is just, it's just, there's a lot of, you know, it's, I don't want to get too into detail, but let's say he doesn't live a PG life. Yeah. You know, he lives a, you know, a triple X life. He lives a Florida life. A Florida lifestyle. Mm. A gay Fort Lauderdale, Florida lifestyle. <laughs> So you can imagine the leather involved with that, yeah. with all the whips. And uh, where's all the water? Oh, the gays are drinking it up. They got to keep the uh, they got to keep the urine heavy. Um, that's a. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't want to go in too too deep with the sex life here, but uh, right. I mean, it's just wild. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, who watches? Who watches children's entertainment at thirty six years old? I don't. I don't get that. It's scary. It's scary. It's. Weird. He won't watch anything over PG thirteen. He mean, won't watch anything R. He won't watch anything gory or bloody. He's definitely not listened to 40 episodes of the last podcast on the left. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, did you love the real 911 calls, or did you enjoy when we played the David Parker Ray episode about how he would capture women and have dogs have sex with their asses? What was your favorite episode? (laughs) Jesus Christ. So that's my family dilemma. That's a weird dilemma. I don't I, think I can go home for Christmas. I can't deal with these people. It's just it's madness. I don't know what advice to give you. I don't think there is any advice to give. Just, Are you going to talk to him about it? No. What am I supposed to say about it? Just you, ask him. What's what's the, why do you like that? You know what it is. Every time I see him, it's just this is why he needs to you know just study up a little bit on secular humanism and a little bit on like Satanism and stuff because the only the the tenet that I cling to the most which is the uh, the one that's actually been super helpful, is present yourself as people see you, right? He's a six foot eleven, dark-featured monster of a man. Yes. But he pretends like he's like a feminine little princess. But what he's got to do is pretend like he's a man, and then behind closed doors, pretend like he's a little princess. And then the person would be like, well, I see the real you, and I fucking fell in love with him. Yeah. You know? That's how it works. <laughs> you know, that's how it works. But he doesn't understand that, damn near seven feet tall, terrifying everybody yeah i mean good god just i thought i feel like i'm turning into my father but like hopefully a smarter version because my dad you know they were they voted for rick santorum i know that and uh my dad just signed up for obamacare and my mom was like we're just so happy (laughs) we're just so happy with it this is great and i was like you fucking retards yeah you idiots this is the thing that you were all against. Although my roommate, uh, Mr. Kephart, his insurance went up $100 every paycheck. Wow. Yes. So a lot of people are getting screwed over with Obamacare, and uh, his apology was 
was very, very pathetic and bad. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Chris Christie's going to win in 2016. I think so. He's so fat. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, just won the uh, New Jersey mayor's race. Or mayor, governor's oh, he, race. Yeah, he crushed it. Yeah, he, he crushed did, it. He really did. But that's the sad thing. But anyway, going back to de Blasio real quick, um, it was people voted for surface issues, and Loda did not run a good campaign, and Loda has a lisp. Yeah. He, he says New York City. Ugh. Hey, I love here. I love it here in New York City. Mm. That's not great. That's not I work. understand he was a flawed candidate. You know, just like because his personality was bad. But yeah. I mean, who are we going to run? Cats and Matitas. Cats and Matitas. Yeah, the ugliest man in the literally. History. If you've ever Googled the world's ugliest animal, Marcus, Google it now. It's that white thing, that white like puddle of mass that has the eyes and it looks like it has a frowny face. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it before? Yeah, I've seen it. It looks just like <laughs> this cat, Catamizadius guy. Catsimatitis. Catsimatitis. Not an easy name to say. Very terrible. I had to practice uh, it. Yeah. So, of course, Loda was able to beat that guy. But it's going to be sad. It's going to be rough. And the soda ban's happening. And all these people, of course, he's also going to get rid of the horse and carriages in Times Square. Which you just they're just going to kill those horses. They're killing them. There was a great article in the Times about how, like, horse adoption is extremely difficult because it's like... It's hard to get a puppy off your hands. It's diff- <laughs> if I had an extra pair of pants right now, I would be. It would be difficult for me to to get somebody to give me five bucks for a pair of pants. Yeah, you know, I would have to find a huge person. Big. Number one, that's a problem. But you know, just a man. I got a horse, so I got a couple of horses. Who wants them? I mean, who's saying yes? Nobody. No one. So they're all going to the glue factory mm-hmm. as opposed to working a nice nine to five job, hanging out, shitting in bags. If you're a horse during, uh, you know, you're a horse and, and you're hanging out in Times Square, you just kind of walk around. They feed them well. They obviously have water. You know, if they die on their watch, that's not a good thing. No. They need to look mildly healthy. And then you just get to fart all over Midwestern tourists. <laughs> if you ever come, if you're not from New York and if you ever come to New York, never take one of these horse and carriage rides. They, I mean, it's like. It's like riding in a car, like in a cart behind a car, but the exhaust is farts. It's all horse farts because it's power. It's one horsepower, and it's not you know gas exhaust. It's ass exhaust. That's it. And it's disgusting. And there's no romance. There's a there is a there is a a uh, a uh, an entire tarp, an entire fucking just a whole thing full of shit. It's a big bag. It's just a huge bag. Long bag. Long. You know, like what they should have put down underneath the trade centers when people were jumping to try to save their lives or something, if that was a thing. That's what they need. Airbags should be on the bottom of every building. Why don't they do that? Uh, because it's an eyesore. Ah, it's an eyesore. Yeah, okay. People wouldn't be able to walk around the building because of all the bags. Oh, there's real life issues here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. But it does sound good in a fictional world. Yeah, I mean, a lot of th- things sound good in a fictional world. So, yeah, like Bill de Blasio for mayor. Um <laughs> But anyway, so you're just sitting there looking at a bunch of crap yeah, and trying to kiss your girlfriend. And then the money just keeps on going. It's stressful. Yeah. It's very expensive. But anyway, um, going back to surface things, Marcus found a very, very funny story. Unfortunately, this guy who I kind of want to be a hero is a complete uh, homophobic schmuck. But it's a prime example of voters voting simply because of racial uh, you know, identity, and because, um, uh, you know, just on, on the, people vote like they are on, um, what's the name of that thing that, that Kevin does? Uh, the, the internet I, thing. Uh, Is it Grinder? It's not Grinder. 
It's the it's the one where you're like, oh yeah, I think you're hot. I oh, uh, Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. People vote like Tinder. That's the way people. <laughs> you you know they just like they just like snap judgment. They're like, I like that way that person's eyebrows are trimmed. He's got my vote. Oh, did you know he's an anti semite who loves the Jew or who loves the Germans? Hmm. <laughs> Hmm, isn't that... I guess that's why his eyebrows were so perfectly trimmed. Hmm. Um, and uh, so, but anyway, this guy's a prime example of, uh, of voters uh, casting a vote misguided. we got to vote like dogs. We've got to vote colorblind. That's what I say. Vote like dogs who are colorblind. As a conservative white Republican running in a district whose voters are overwhelmingly black Democrats, the odds seemed overwhelmingly against Dave Wilson. Then he came up with an idea. An, an idea. Adver- an advertising strategy that his opponent found, opponent found disgusting. If a white guy didn't have a chance in a mostly African-American district, Wilson would lead voters to think he's black. And yeah. it worked. It's amazing. In one of the biggest political upsets in Houston politics this election season, Wilson, an anti-gay activist and former fringe candidate for mayor, emerged as a surprise winner over 24-year incumbent Bruce Austin. His razor-thin margin of victory, only 26 votes, was almost almost certainly influenced by his racially-tinged campaign. Wilson, a gleeful political troublemaker, printed direct mail pieces strongly implying that he's black. His flyers were decorated with photographs of smiling African-American faces, Mm -hmm. which he readily admits he just lifted off websites, and captioned with the words, Please vote for our friend and neighbor, Dave Wilson. I mean, he never says that he's not black or he never says that he's not white he's just uh it's just uh, this is a very funny if this guy i wish that this guy was just a uh a um an artist i wish he was yeah. you know i wish he was sort of a banksy type yeah because yeah. it just racial politics which the democrats have now they're using um to their advantage the same way that you know uh, they the republicans were able to divide with their racial politics but of course the country's uh you know uh demographics have changed and and whites are uh, much more likely to uh, vote for a non-white candidate as opposed to the uh, opposite mm-hmm. um and uh, so uh, it's, so it's just such a brilliant play on uh, on everything that's wrong with the current political system in this country. And this is even worse. One of his mailers said he was endorsed by Ron Wilson, which longtime right. Houston voters might easily interpret as a statement of support from a former state representative of the same name who's also African-American. Fine print beneath the headline says, Ron Wilson and Dave Wilson are cousins, a reference to one of Wilson's relatives living in Iowa. Well, you know, if you can't get an endorsement from your cousin, you're a bad cousin. That's what I say. That's a big endorsement to have. That's, I mean, you just imagine these people must just be, uh, they must be fair, fairly upset, duped. Yeah, they have to be. Austin, uh, the incumbent, tried to answer the mailer with his own flyer showing Wilson's face, calling him a right-wing hate monger, and saying he advocated bringing, bringing back chain gangs to clean highways. But the campaign clearly caught him off guard. He said, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good for both democracy and the whole concept of fair play. But that was not his intent, apparently. His intent was just to be elected. So now he's a, he's a local congressman. Uh, he is not a local congressman. What's I've, he running for? Uh, he is running for, let's see here. Some sort of school board or yeah, something like some, that? Yeah, uh, something about the Houston Community College system. I'll tell you, my dad, he's got to stress these new Jewish roots when he runs for the presidency of that, uh, <laughs> oh, of that community board again. Of course, no, he should start a whisper campaign about himself. He needs to. A whisper campaign you, that he's now Jewish. The, did you hear the Nazis are Jew? <laughs> Hey, uh, what, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His father was a Jew. Can you believe that? I, uh, I love that news. Yeah, this guy, this guy's great. My dad needs to take a uh, a, a play out of his uh, out of his playbook for sure. Because mm-hmm. my dad's got to be elected. He's got to be elected to that goddamn board. You know, they don't allow water by the pool. How insane is that? It's a pool full of water. 
Wait, wait, they don't allow You water? can't have a water bottle. Everything's about ants. Ants. A-N-T-S. I know. You can't have... Water doesn't attract ants. I'm telling you. This bo- this 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 uh, community board, this this retirement community that my parents live in Fort Lauderdale, live at in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is insane. The number one concern that elderly people have is it health insurance? Is it uh, the highways? Is it like you know access into Shoney's or you know uh, tr- Polo Tropicals? Uh-huh. No, it's ants. They hate ants. There's a genocide against the ants. And the, you would think the Jews that live there, they would have a little bit more sympathy. For the ants, of for course. For an extreme extermination of a goddamn you know group of living things. Yeah. They hate ants. So you can't have soda. You can't have food. You can't have bottled water. That was one of the major cornerstones of my father's first political campaign to become president of this community board. And they shut him down, and they elected a non-speaking, non-English-speaking Muslim fella. So how does that work, though? How does he talk to people? Oh, they are just feeding him lines. He's a puppet. He's a George W. Bush. He's a Cheney puppet. That's what this guy is. Of course. So my dad's got to start that whisper campaign, much like this Mr. Wilson guy. And unfortunately, I think my father shares a similar sentiment as far as the uh, homophobia. But, you know, whatever. He's got no... Uh, my dad's not going to go to my brother's wedding. I know. It's, on May 3rd. It's pretty Chris bad. and Don. And theoretically, he would go to mine. And I kind of want him to go to mine because I don't want him around that much longer. <laughs> and he's going to have a terrible heart attack when he sees everyone. Are there any objections to these people getting married? And everyone's like, fuck no. Hail Satan. Fuck her, Benny. <laughs> fuck her, bro. Get it in there. My dad's going to freak out. He is. Mm, what kind of church service is this? Oh, it's not a church, Dad. It's not a church at all. <laughs> Good God. This should be a flash mob. That's what I'll do. Ooh. I'll have a flash mob wedding. A Satanist flash mob wedding? Yeah. Why not? Oh, that sounds fun. I'll help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad's going to tell my... I don't know if I've talked about this, but my dad's going to tell his mother, my Oma, about this Jewish roots. Still hasn't told her. Hasn't told her yet. She's 91 years old. She's going to fucking die. Boy, he doesn't like his mother, does he? He doesn't like his family very much. <laughs> You know, sort of the same way. I don't particularly care for him. Yeah, uh, it's just the it's the Kissel tradition. Yeah, I'm gonna have a kid who hates me. He's gonna he's gonna have a kid who hates him. But hopefully, we can have a nice hierarchy and some political power going on because I want to be the worst in the family. Comedian, you know that's bad. Comedian, I want my my kids got to be like senators and presidents and stuff. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're gonna do great. God no, there's no sociopathy that runs through these veins. <laughs> they're not gonna be Bashar al-Assad. No, they're going to be sweethearts. No, they're going to have the tools necessary to be politicians. That's for damn sure. They will have that. I will give them all the tools. Hopefully they don't use them to just kill everybody. Um, let's see here. But yeah, so uh, I forget where I was there. But yeah, so he's going to tell my he's going to tell his mother, my Oma, that uh, she's been fucking her Jew her whole life. And you assume that she must have been mildly anti-Semitic. You right, I mean, this is one thing. Like, if you were in a relationship with like a former, you know, Nazi, and then yeah. he grew to like political, because my opa was a very successful politician, and you assume that's one of the bonding factors. I mean, you, she'd have to be okay with it. And so now, my dad was gonna, he okay with it? What's that? Your opa was he okay with being a Nazi? He with being a Nazi. I mean, I don't think he had much of a choice. Like, yeah, I think he was okay with it. He had a lot of money <laughs> at the end when he died. I mean, I don't. I feel like he was fine. He seemed happy go lucky. Yeah, you know. He was always, yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm sure there were a few Nazis that were happy-go-lucky. Odds are. 
I mean, yeah, they're sadists. <laughs> I would I would argue that Ted Bundy was a relatively happy-go-lucky guy. Gacy was definitely a happy-go-lucky guy. He was a charmer, another Democrat from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Man, I'll tell you, I've been talking nothing but serial killers on stage for my stand-up. <laughs> People fucking love it. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. Every, and women, women love it. Yeah, man. They can't get enough. But either way, my, my, uh, my father's going to tell his mother that she's been banging a Jew, and that's just going to kill her. And it's also going to reaffirm her belief that Jews are tricky. You know, like, she's just going to be like, oh, of course. Of course. This whole goddamn marriage was a sham brought on by the Jews. And they wanted me to fuck one of them. It's gonna, it's a, it's a, it's a tragedy. Um, well, all right, we're gonna do a quick one today. We're gonna go do roundtable right now. We've got some great stories. So, uh, hey, thanks so much for listening, guys, and thank you so much for all the positive feedback. And you know, uh, it's, 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 it's great stuff. And, and email about the show and all the other shows as you always do, and we will get back to you. Um, all right, guys, talk to you soon. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.